welcome back to Slay the Stars. It's episode 52, and you know what that means. It's about time for our one-year celebration. Thank you all for supporting us so far and continuing to do so in the future, especially our patrons, Aaron and James, Jasper, Kay, Paul, Isaac, Kathy, Jackie, and Pearl, Amy, Joel, and Craig. You are the reason we create, and you help us keep this thing going. From the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you. I hope you've been paying attention to social media because we have a giveaway happening now. Listen to the outro for more details. Last time on Slay the Stars, a blast from the past. The nightmare creature from Zem's story back in episode six was brought to life. Our party managed to survive. Zem read a little more about the gods and we're doing a little fast traveling. It's the last night out before you reach Kai's home where you hope to be reunited with her, Shar's parents, and Karina. Zem, you expressed interest in potentially seeing what happens if you try to take one of the sleeping pills. Are you still doing that? Yes, but before I do that, I do want to look and see if um, any of the books that I have, I want to see if I can find any sort of like indication of, um, not indication, but like mention of celestial bodies. And I don't mean like gods, because it's the gods book, but like, is there ever anywhere that the stars are mentioned, the formation, anything like that? So you're talking about like constellations or like minor deities? more constellations, like physical, actual, like what the sky looks like. Was that ever charted? I guess is really what I'm getting at. Like part of lore or magic. Okay. I'm thinking back to the books that you currently have. And I think you might have maybe one or two books that might touch on this topic, but I don't think you have anything specific on this. So roll me an investigation check. Oh, that's a, that's a no. Hold on. It is a nine. Okay. Unfortunately, none of the books you have have any specific information on this that you can find. Uh, I mean, obviously there are different, they, they give the names of the different stars, but they also talk about how the stars are named differently depending on where you are in the world and what time period you're talking about. Uh, definitely nothing specific on their movings or anything like that. Okay. All right, let's pop this pill then. <laughs> All right. I would like to hear how you explain this to Char. How you, how you, what, what do you tell Char? What is your plan for this? I need to see if I can gain control. Um, there has to be a way for me to will things to occur. Um, and I haven't been able to do that very successfully yet. Uh, you, you mean like magic? Because you kind of can do that. In my dreams. Um, so... I I want home court advantage. And I feel like this might help me do it. And I'm going to, like, shake the little bottle of pills. 
Is that labeled? There's no label, no. Unless Zem put one on there. No, I wouldn't have labeled it. But I mean, I Fucking feel like you would know sleep. which bottle it is. Because you were with me, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. The thing is, on certain occasions, when I've gone into such a state, um, I've woken up and things manifested. <laughs> which is a little bit terrifying. So I'm letting you know that I'm going to do this. Um, and maybe just sort of watch out. <laughs> okay. Um, what uh, happens, though, if you don't maintain home court advantage? I don't know. I just sort of shrug. Uh, 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 but, um, so I don't, you have to, you have to try things. You never know until you try. Okay. Um, Shardis, like, you know, like that feeling you get when you realize that you have to do something, but you don't know what it is yet. You just have like the anxiety feeling Mm -hmm. like pre-day that's that's all it is he's like kind of pacing and like looking for something he doesn't know what it is he doesn't know how to help <laughs> but like i'll I trust you we'll we'll keep an eye out what the fuck do i do uh you just you know make sure we don't all die yep um <laughs> is this the same day or the next day by the way this has been a couple days Okay, uh, advantage on your next initiative roll. That is the quite literally the very least I can do. It's been a couple of days. Yes, so you should roll your portents. Okay. Got a five and a 17. Rafe comes walking over at about this time. He was off just making sure that the campsite was secure. And he's like, um... So I have fairly acute hearing. (laughs) (laughs) And I think your plan is not a good one. And you should not take sleeping pills. They make it harder to wake up. Nah. (laughs) I'm half expecting you to just like chug, like just kind of right. Just take the pill right right out the gate. Be like, nah. I mean, I kind of, I wish that I would have planned this out a little bit better because I would have just, like, had the pill on my tongue already. (laughs) Just, like, open my mouth, like, well. Mm. By the way, I took the sleeping pill. I feel like you should know. This is happening. I don't know. I feel, I feel good about this. I feel like this is a, a good idea. I don't understand why you are so quick to put yourself in danger. I am in, like, you both do this all the time. No. No. Uh, Zemira, we don't. Yeah. Both of you have gone running after Dalius. That's different. Uh, Yeah, that's different. It isn't. It isn't. You know what's different here? I'm a girl, and I think you have a problem with that. 
No. Uh, I, no. I, uh, uh, yeah. Rafe I'm going to look for uh, Headmistress Resos, like, uh, coming. She's still in the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> I, hear, I hear her calling me. She's nonverbal, but I hear it. <laughs> I can't see. It's so loud in here. Yeah. <laughs> Rafe's like, it has nothing to do with your gender, Zamira. It has everything to do with you being incredibly reckless. So you think I can't handle myself? You think she's, that she's smarter than me? She ascended to godhood, Zamira. No, I don't think you can handle her on your own in her preferred territory. T- big big old T here. Can we inception this shit? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> Just a team of three reckless heroes going into a dream and defeating the god. Can we Listen. have a... Yes. Make believe, make believe rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, like in Neverland. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna do this. It'll be fine. Now you're just doing it to spite me. Sharp, sharp from off in the distance. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I feel like you want me to punch you in the balls. <laughs> I feel like you want me to take those pills off of you and throw them in the river. Well, it's a good thing I didn't put every pill in the same bottle. Did you actually split them up? I don't know. Did I? Sharp picks up the script. Did she split up the pills? I need you to roll me either persuasion or deception, depending on whether you actually split the pills up or whether you are lying. (laughs) It's a nat one either way. But here's the thing. I do have more than one bottle. You do. They're just different pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to reach out and try to grab the pills out of your hand. So I need you to make a dex check versus his dex check. He did not roll well. That's all right. Neither did I. Did you say dex check? Yes. Well, it's a total of eight. He got a 13. Are you going to use one of your portents or are you going to let him grab the bottle of pills out of your hand? I'm going to let him grab the bottle of pills out of my hand. Okay. He grabs them. Mm-hmm. Not super like, not trying to be like a dick, but he just like quickly snatches them out of your hand. And he's like, convince me this is a good idea. I need to be able to control I have not been able to do that because I haven't been able to relax and I haven't been able to get into the sleep that I need to get into. This is going to help me do that. This is what these pills are for. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to wake up. It's not impossible for you to wake me up. This is just an aid. How will we know when to wake you up? Well, if Inky blobs of whatever start pouring out of my body, that would be a great time to do so. Samira, do you hear yourself? Why put yourself in that position at all? Because I'm not some meek little thing that's going to stand by and let things happen. It's time that we start going on the offensive. It's time that we start taking this to places that we can actually 
I don't know, control, help, have more than just running away as an option. I'm tired of running and not knowing what's happening. I would like some answers, and I think this is how we do it. If you don't allow me this while we're together and I'm asking for your help, I will find another way without you. Roll me a persuasion check. (laughs) With advantage. Thank God. Uh, That's a 17. He looks at you. And you know what? Roll me an insight check as well. 20. He looks at you and he looks initially unconvinced. He looks like he wants to keep arguing with you. But then there's like a, like he looks kind of hurt. And he hands the bottle of pills back over to you. Fine. If this is what you want. And if you think this will help you, fine. I think that it's a risk. But I think it's a risk that I'm willing to take. Well, that makes one of us then. As Jen, all I want to do is make smart ass remarks and I'm fighting myself so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you're both watching this all over my face where I'm like... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're in attack mode right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rafe turns around. He starts messing with the fire a little bit. Uh, eventually, it's time to lay down and get some sleep. I'm assuming Zem is going to take this pill first. Yeah. And then Shar and Rafe are going to just watch her. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the weaker of the two the xanax type pill Mm -hmm. okay you take the anti-anxiety medication uh when i do that i'm going to after i do that i'm going to uh give rafe a kiss and just say it's gonna be okay um and like pat char's shoulder and lay down i kind of feel like i want to snow white this where i'm literally like laying there like (laughs) You look like yeah, a corpse. I was going to say, that was, that felt very definitive and I hated it. <laughs> All right. I did say this is episode 52 and I wanted to kill one of you. Zem is serving herself up on a silver platter. <laughs> so, Zem, when you go to sleep normally, is Zem somebody who falls asleep very quickly Or does it take her some time? Does she spend a lot of time like in her own head thinking? Um, I think it depends, but in general, uh, probably falls asleep pretty quickly. Okay. Because tonight, sleep comes pretty quickly for you. Faster than even normal. And I would like for you to roll me a constitution saving throw. Nat 20. All right. Which is a 24. Damn. 
That's pretty lucky. So, Zem, you fall asleep quickly. And almost immediately, you are taken back to the throne room. You've been there. Char's been there. This place almost seems to haunt your dreams. And in it, you're standing in the middle of the throne room. And you can see now that that purple inkiness that had been leaking in from the back corner of the room this whole time, it now has taken up the entire back wall. And the statue that stood there, the statue of the woman from the stone altar, the statue that Char saw crying blood, is now being consumed by these purple inky tendrils that are wrapping their way up, cracking the stone causing these little fissures up the white marble. And her eyes are still leaking that red inkiness, that blood. And it's started to pool on the floor and it's starting to flow out around the throne. Seated in the throne is Adria. She hasn't said anything. She's just watching you, waiting to see what you do first. Okay, so she does see me. Yeah, she's looking at you. Um, I was not expecting that to happen so quickly. <laughs> um, let's see. Where's the statue in relation to the throne? It's directly behind the throne. So if you're if you're looking, so there's like a, a raised dais, and there's mm-hmm. the wooden throne right mm-hmm. there, and then behind it, the statue is super tall. I can't remember exactly how tall I said. Probably like 30 or 40 feet tall and sort of looms over the throne. Okay. Um, So it almost seems like it's standing over, like watching over. Yeah, a bit. Okay. And there are multiple windows. So there are only windows on the left. So if you're standing, if you're staring at the throne, the windows are on your left and they run along the entire wall there are large windows okay so i'm gonna um not say anything quite yet i'm gonna walk over to the window and sort of like lazily like stroll over like casual like i'm not in any kind of hurry does it appear that Adria is, um, like, tense at all or surprised. Roll me an insight check. Yes. Um, 19. Because her face is covered, it's hard to read her facial expressions. But you can see in her body language, she's the way she's sitting, she's not, like comfortably seated in the throne watching right she's kind of she her very stiff back stiff shoulders with her hands on the throne in a way that looks like she's waiting for something okay um so i want to go over like i said i i made my way over to the window and i'm just kind of walking so i don't know where i was exactly in the room but i'm making my way towards her a bit okay i want to put her off balance so that she has to turn to make like eye contact with me 
Um, I'm power moving it a little. Okay. So, but I do want to like look out the window and see what I can see. Like, is it still that same twilighty, not day, not night? Okay. Roll me a perception check. I feel like I need to take a picture of this because it's another nat 20. And I really haven't had like luck with these dice. So no, this is fine. This is exciting. It, <laughs> wait, is that just a 20 though? Do you have a perception modifier? Oh shit, I do. Oh no, I don't have a perception <laughs> modifier. So it is just a 20. Okay. You notice a couple things. So the landscape you see is similar to what Char saw when he looked out the window last time. Uh, none of the trees have leaves. Everything is dark, barren, almost looks burned out. Like a place that's been completely used up. A place that's been neglected. But Zamir, you notice something else. And it, it is that still like twilighty, hard to tell what time of day it is. Could be dawn, dusk, somewhere in between. The sky is this like purpley blue color. A little strange. Does not look like the sky from Vela. When you look out, though, you notice something else. Off in the distance, there is a lone mountain. Just one. Incredibly pointed and narrow. While this is happening, Char, what are you doing? I think for the... How long would she have been out for at least like five minutes? Yeah. At all, or is this quick? No, yeah, okay. I mean, like, it probably takes her from the time she actually starts to fall asleep to the time she enters this dream. It probably is like five, ten minutes. So after like the first five minutes, like he notices that um Rafe isn't going anywhere. Like he's just kind of like keeping an eye on her. He's just kind of gonna back up and like keep an eye on everything, but <sighs> Because Char's just kind of playing defense right now. He's not really sure what's going to happen next. So not only is he trying to figure out how to protect Ristos and Rafe in case something happens with holy water, but he's also now, from before, he's trying to figure out how to make sure that Zem is all right. So right now, he's probably just making sure that Ristos is still asleep. She and, is. And he's going to cast Detect Magic, just kind of keep an eye on things for a little bit. Because the last time it was like this was during the dwarf attack mm -hmm. when they all died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't want that shit again. So cast a detect magic. Okay. Right now you don't notice anything. But the moment that Zem enters the dream... You do notice the signature of that connection that you saw in the hotel room the night the things came out of Zem's mouth. Almost like an aura around me, right? Like mm -hmm. a correct. Just so he's gonna stay standing, but he's kind of gonna like circle Zem. Okay. Okay. You would also notice that Rafe has not left Zem's side. He seemed very annoyed. Whenever she gave him a kiss before she took the pill, he seemed distant in those moments. And he wasn't making a lot of eye contact. But now he's just watching her. Zem, as you're looking out at the mountain, you feel 
that's whenever the first time you met Adria, when you were in that cavern, she was moving soundlessly and you were just sort of noticing her presence as she approached you. And you get that feeling again, the sudden shift in the air where there was nothing behind you and now there is something behind you. So this is the kingdom worth murdering for, huh? <sighs> this is how it all started, yes. Are there, like, curtains or anything? No, no curtains here. Is it, like... Like, they're really large windows, but is there, like, a like a window sill or whatever? Yeah, there are, like, marble stone window sills at the base of each of these windows. I'm gonna, like drag my finger across it and like rub it with my thumb like mm. what's wrong Zamira you don't like what you see just feel like I'd need to see a lot more to understand why this would be worth it well that is funny coming from you but I mean sure we can go see more what would you like to see I don't know. Maybe a good enough reason. She glances over towards the throne and the statue. (sighs) Samira, sometimes there is no good reason. You just want what you want. Is revenge a good reason? It could be. Because that's why I did it. Revenge for what? Who hurt you? She glances up at the statue. You saw her. You know. This was not like a, who hurt you? This was a, who hurt you? Yeah. Like, Yeah. I mean, you saw her. The first night we met. Oh, okay. And she is? Well, she used to rule here. So she was queen here? Basically, yes. Your queen? For someone to be your queen, you have to accept their rule. I never accepted her. Just as she never accepted me. This sounds real, um, like a lover's quarrel. Oh, no, no, dear. She's my sister. Was. And you, what, just didn't get along? Did Daddy not hug you enough? Are you trying to get a rise out of me, Samira? I'm trying to understand, and it seems that the only way that you give me any kind of information is when I goad you. (sighs) She had everything that she could possibly want. She had the whole world at her fingertips. All I wanted was my own little piece, and they called me weird for it. They said that the things I did were dark and creepy, and I didn't appreciate it. And so I left. And the rest is history, I suppose. So rather than trying to either make them understand or find your own way, you you had to punish everyone? 
Samira, when you do the things you do, or when the things that you can do are shown to the people around you, how do they react? It's a mixed bag. I mean, you know, in general, it's not something that I show people. Okay. But say you did show people. Say you showed the most important people in your life the things you could do, your real potential, and they still rejected you, called you horrible names, all because you had access to something they could never dream of. How would you feel? I'm sure that it wouldn't feel good, but I don't know. That's their problem, not mine. Exactly. And I've created a place, and I'm working to create a place here where the twisted, the dark, the broken can all come and be happy and be without judgment from the beautiful people out there who have no idea what we endure every day. But you can do that and you can have that and you can create that without punishing others. But where would be the fun in that? Yeah, see... (laughs) I think that it's infinitely more powerful to be able to choose rather than become a slave to your feelings, and you are. I mean, my way, my feelings, have made me incredibly powerful. I'm not saying you're not. And so far, I've gotten everything I want. As a matter of fact, I got everything I wanted, and now I've realized there's even more. Can I ask you a question? Of course. What is all of this for? All of what? Who, like, you have all of the things that you want and the Mm -hmm. space that you want. Yes. But you're on your own? Alone? Not alone. I have plenty of allies and things of that nature. But do you have someone that you can share it with? That's kind of what I'm hoping you'll become, Samira. You don't want me as a partner. I do. I think you and I have much in common. The problem is that there are some core factors that are different. And that's fine. No two people are ever going to be exactly the same. I'm going to turn and look back out the window. Just contemplate for a moment. So what else are you looking to have if being a god isn't enough? Well, you see, there's, there's a problem. And the problem is that my hold here, even after my ascension, is not entirely complete. What does that mean? It means that before my sister did whatever she did or whoever helped her and put her into this strange slumber, she gave a prophecy 
one that I have not averted as of yet. Okay. Are you going to tell me what that is? Well, I don't need to tell you exactly word for word what happened, because I don't know if I trust you yet, but it is related to the task that I set for you the last time we spoke. What is your hurry? I mean, if your goal was right there, if you were at the finish line, wouldn't you rush to finish? Zem, I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to be using my portents on that as a 17. Is a 17 total? Yep. Char, you see Zem's whole body twitch. And then relax. He's going to stop the circling and kind of, because he's been glancing like to and from Zem, like to the woods, like the tree line. At that point, like he stops pacing and he stops looking back to the woods. In that moment when her body twitches, you see that aura that is around her pulse. Like it's releasing something or just like there's more energy like, coming like from it? Like there's more energy. What made you stop? He's kind of looking at Rafe. Rafe, when Zem twitched like that, he like reached over, he put his hand on her arm. And you get the feeling he's cha- he's taking her pulse. And he's kind of paying attention. He's like, what? What did you say? Stop what? Before, you and I know this is a terrible idea. I know why I went along with it, but why did you? Because Zamira is difficult. (laughs) Shark turns away, just kind of laughs a little bit. Because around her, I do things against my better judgment. Why did you stop? Why didn't you stop her? You know that we've been friends for a while. I don't know how much you know, right? Yeah, I mean, she mentioned childhood friends or whatever. Yeah. Uh, There was a period of time where we weren't. And I was on my own for a while. Okay. And it was bad and it was awful and I'd never want to do that again. But my loneliness would have interfered with potentially her happiness. And I'm not about to do that to her. And if she thinks this is a good idea, I got to trust her on it. Even if I think it's a bullshit, stupid idea. It's a really stupid idea. Sam, back to you. So the purpose of me doing this this way was to see what I could control with my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to cast spells right now. And I'm not trying to be threatening. Um, I'm not trying to attack her. But I want to see what I can change. Okay. So whether it's there's now drapes or the tile to the floor looks different or something. Like not her because like I don't want to touch that power at all. 
but like my surroundings, if there's anything that I can modify, I'm going to try to do that because this is my head and my dreams. And I'm trying to see if I can change anything at all. Okay. I'm so excited for this. I need you to roll me an investigation check with advantage because you took this pill and because you are fully giving yourself over to this. Yeah. Um, 22. Zem, you start to try to alter things in this dream. You try to change the tile color. You try to add drapes. You try to shift things outside the windows. And you feel Adria get close to you. And she whispers in your ear, Are you trying to change things, dear? Do you still think you're dreaming? I'm just conducting my own tests. All right. How's it going so far? So far, nothing has changed. Nothing you've been able to do has made any difference. And with that investigation check, you would also know that even before any dreams with her in them, they don't feel like dreams. They don't feel like normal dreams. Why are you drawn to this place, Samira? Why do you think you keep coming back here? I mean, this is only the second time I've been here. Oh no, I meant the stream. I meant the throne room, all of it. Why do you keep coming back to Lyra? Would I have known that that's what this place is called? Maybe. You could have had your own suspicions about it. You would, regardless of whether Zem thought that's what this place was, you would know that name because it's the name of a star in the sky. The, the specific one that keeps changing colors whenever you look at it. Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't know. I think you do. I think you do know. I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so this dice roll and my leftover portents are the same, and I have no modifiers. It is a five. <laughs> okay. Zem, I need you to roll me a d4. Odds it's Char, evens it's Wraith. It is a three. Odds it's Char. All right. Char. You are watching Zamira, watching for the twitch, watching for a pulse, and you see that aura around her brighten to a brilliant purple color, and her eyes fly open. But they're not the green of Zamira's eyes. They're completely black. And Zamira sits up and looks towards you. Zem. I need you to roll me an attack roll against Char. Motherfucker. <laughs> what am I attacking? Uh, it's a firebolt. 
I'm going to hit you with this because I feel like it could be worse later. Uh, so that is a 24 hit. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, uh, roll that 2d10 damage. Unbelievable. Um, okay. 12. All right. Shar, you watch as Zamira looks towards you with these blackened eyes, thrusts her hand towards you, and you hear a voice come from her mouth that doesn't sound like Zem. It sounds very much like Adria. And it says, I see you, Charlemagne. And then bl- the blast into your chest, a firebolt hits you. Am I aware that this has happened? Nope. Because you rolled real bad. Fuck. Char, how are you reacting in this moment? I think he he's kind of had a suspicion this was going to happen when she went into Mm -hmm. this. So he's kind of not even phased. Like, this is battle mode Char again. Like, this is kind of what he was expecting. Okay. But before he goes into it, was there anything on the periphery, like just lurking from Detect Magic? Uh, no, you did not sense anything with Detect Magic. Roll me a perception check as well. Sure. Uh, 16. You didn't notice anything either. I hated that. Um, <laughs> Twilight Sanctuary as an action. Okay. Uh, there's a sphere of 30 feet. Uh, sphere moves with you. It lasts for one minute. Whenever a creature, including me, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of the benefits. Uh, Temporary hit points, or I can cause it to stop being charmed or frightened. So, when I end my turn, I'm getting 1d6 plus 3 uh, temporary hit points. Okay. So, let's just roll that right now. Perfect. 5, 6, 7, 8. Temp. And I, as a bonus action, key point, uh, patient defense. All right. And he's kind of trusting Zem to figure this out. Rafe is going to attempt to grapple Zamira and restrain her by holding her hands down. I'm asleep. So like I comply. Uh, well, you're not really asleep. And he only rolled an 11, which I think doesn't even hit you. That's my AC. That is your AC. Your AC is 11? Mm hmm. No, I got nothing for it. Well, well, holy dang. Okay, so. We're in trouble. Rafe reaches over and he grabs Zem's arms and tries to pin them down. And he seems to be struggling with it, but she is currently restrained. And he looks over at you, Sean. He's like, what, are, what do we do? What do we do? Just give her a minute. She can do this. And when Ray ends his turn, he gets uh, four temporary hit points. Yay. All right, Zem, back to you. Why don't you show me your face? Like, why do you never show me who you are? Because this is who I am. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. This is the face that I choose to show to the world. sort of seems like a coward's way. You know my face. You know all my faces. 
if you want me to follow you, there's going to need to be a little bit of trust. And yeah, I could use things against you. I still haven't decided. Fine. She reaches up. She pulls her mask up over her face and you see her blonde hair kind of like spills out around where it was like kind of held back by the mask. And you see a woman standing there who is maybe mid 40s, but very conventionally attractive. She has these bright purple eyes. And her skin is almost completely blemish free. Very close to the same color as the, as the mask, this very like alabaster skin. But running the length of her face, you just see these raking claw marks that start at her hairline and go the entire way down to her jawline. That look to be self-inflicted. But very old, like they've been there. These are scars that have been there for a long time. I'm going to reach up and see if she'll like let me like I'm just doing this like very very gently like how she flinches a little bit and then like tilts her head I don't understand what do you mean how what happened oh I told you family can be very difficult one of my weaker moments I damaged myself um i'm going to touch my cheek where she scratched me before like this <laughs> yes yeah, something like that what would they have possibly done to have caused you to do this to yourself it is incredibly difficult when the people in your life who were supposed to support you choose not to. I went through my phases of grief and anger, settled on rage. Hmm. Did you love them? More than anything. Would I have done all of this if I did not love them? Do you still love them? I do. Wouldn't it be better to earn their love as well? Zamira, I tried for years to earn their love. They chose not to give it. So they're not worthy? Of what? Of my compassion? I was not worthy of theirs, so why should I care? Wow, you have all of this so twisted. I have nothing to prove. I don't think that you actually think that. No, you're right. You are the first person in quite some time who I have reached out to. Allie is a bit, but she was so easy. She just accepted everything. But you're more difficult. And I feel like if I can convince you then maybe I'll convince myself. If you feel this way about me, why wouldn't you feel the same about 
anyone else. Because you're what special, What is so special Zemira. about me? What is so special about me? <laughs> Make me another wisdom saving throw, Zem. Motherfucker! It's a two. Okay. Roll me another d4. God damn it. It's a two. Okay. Isn't he, isn't she grappled? She is. In an outer world? She is. Char, you watch as Rafe is struggling with Zem, who, I mean, Zamira's a lot of things. Strong is not one of them. Um, And Rafe should not be struggling with her, but he is slightly. Zem, I need for you. Zem, I need you to roll me 3d8. Don't like that. Is that shatter? It is shatter. Okay. (laughs) I know what I'm about. (laughs) 14. Oh, it's a 10-foot radius sphere. Shar, I also need a con save, DC. You said roll a Uh, d4. (laughs) 21. Perfect. How much did you say the damage was? 14. Okay. Shar takes seven damage. Rafe takes 14. As this concussive boom just like radiates from Zamira. And you see her look towards Rafe. And in this like guttural growl, she says, Get off me. And Rafe. He's a little taken aback. And uh, Zem, I need you to roll me an athletics check. Not one. Lies, that's a seven. God damn it. Hold on. Athletics? Six. He manages <laughs> to keep a hold of you. <laughs> even even being scared in that moment. Char, how are you reacting? Um, I mean, like I said, like he's a battle mode, man. He was kind of ready for this. This is like what he was so nervous for. His concern is literally, he knows Rafe can take care of himself. He's concerned for Zem, but she know, he has trust that she's going to get herself out of it. And now he's concerned that Ristos is going to take some kind of shit. Because mm-hmm. like that's his concern. He's very divided right now. Okay. Also, at the end of her turn, if she's being charmed right now, she has the chance to not be charmed. All right. Spirit Shroud. Or not, that's not the thing the hell is it called she's being possessed i don't know if that's the same thing charmed or frightened no she's not charmed zem she says to you you still haven't figured it out are you always this difficult is it that you don't want to see Zamira? I don't know how you've been so entangled in my life and this much in my head, and you don't know by now how stubborn I am. You are incredibly stubborn, but you're also incredibly intelligent. Yes. I think you already know why you keep coming back here, why you're so special, why you're so important. 
Then just say it. Because this is your home, Zamira. Why did you send us away? I didn't. She did. To protect you. From, from what? From you? From me, of course. So what are you going to do to me that I need protected from you? Well, I was going to kill you, of course. Duh. But not right now. Not you. Who am I to you? Someone very precious. Do we share blood? Roll me a wisdom saving throw, Zamira. Damn it. Fifteen. Zamira, roll me a d4. Fuck. I can't pick it up because they're so sharp. There we go. Is it still her turn? It's a three. A three. That's sharp. So did my turn pass again? Well, so you or have she, a moment she, to react to the. Well, I thought I asked you about the shatter. You said that you were letting Zem go, but is there something else you wanted to do? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm still on action. I'm still taking a patient defense oh. stance. Like I'm taking the dodge action, and I'm getting my temporary okay. HP. Yeah, that's like, fine. He he's in like he's in stalemate mode right now. Okay. Like he's gonna take some punishment, and he knows it. That's not the point of this. Okay. Zem, I need you to roll me. Just roll me a d20. 11. I'm assuming that does not hit you, Char. Oh, wait, no, it would be a 17. Does a 17 hit you? Well, if she's shooting at me, it's a disadvantage because dodge. Well, would a 17 hit you anyway? 17 would still hit me. Okay, so roll it again, Zem. Six. Twelve total. My AC is 16. Misses. Char, her focus switches back to you again, and you see a lightning bolt crash next to you. You deftly dodge out of the way. So can I, does she look at all different to me when these things are happening? Roll me a perception check. Perception, 18. Um, <laughs> I thought that was really bad for a second. You're like. <laughs> you have noticed three moments now where she just ever so slightly smirks. And the first time you saw it, you thought it was in relation to something you said or she said or she was entertaining herself a lot in the moment. But you're starting to feel like, especially in this last wisdom saving throw, you rolled much higher. You're starting to get like a headache in the back of your mind. And you notice that it's getting worse in that moment when she makes that face. Okay. Um. And when you ask her if you share blood, she says to you, Why? Would that make a difference? 
To be honest, I don't know. And 100% honesty in that moment. I really don't know. We do. Do you know... The Muffin Man? I knew it. I saw saw it over his face and then I had to say it. Okay. Sorry, continue. Very serious moment. The path that I was sent on here. Who orchestrated that? Were things chosen specifically and by who? Or was all of this just chance? It could be both. Lucky me. (laughs) Incredibly so. So, where's the rest of your family? All dead. By whose hand? My own. Is she among them? Is she dead? Hmm? No. She can't be killed. She can't be killed? No. Why? It's all part of the whatever spell she put on herself or someone put on her before she died. There's a whole thing that needs to be done. Odd. Hmm. It is. But magic is odd. Who cast this spell? I don't know. I was not privy to it, obviously. Well, who were her trusted people? Everyone. No, she didn't trust everybody. Who were her, like, advisors? Who was in her court? What is her name? Why do I keep just saying her? It's unimportant. Can you give her a name? Why would I? Even if it's not the original one? Why would That felt like a DM, like, just... Just give her a name. I need no, I'm trying name. to say, like, there's power in names. I know. I get it. But, like... You call her something. What would you like me to refer to her as? Regina the Queen. That was, that was cruel, first of all. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something because you know what my first inclination was? Hmm. I mean, I, you have to know what my first inclination was. I don't. Mommy. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't expecting it. It's fine. I mean, I would like to call her by her name. Who am I to name someone? Well, sadly for you, it is my choice to let her name die in the annals of history. Hmm. I'll think of something and get back to you then. Certainly. Something's different about you tonight, Samira. Romeo wisdom saving throw. God damn it, these dice are all over the fucking place. It's a six. Okay. Uh, another D4. <laughs> I can't read it. It's a four. Okay. Uh... Roll me a D, uh, D12. D20. I can't talk. 
It's a six. Another six. I know. They're both still sitting right here. <laughs> so, Shar, you watch another lightning bolt crash, this time next to Rafe. And he looks over at the ground and he looks at you and he's like, how long are we going to let this go on? Until she kills one of us? All right, wake up time. He's going to clap his hands and just domaturgy like a gong. Okay. Zem, off in the distance, you feel like you hear a loud cymbal crash. I kind of wanted it to be like the toll of the dead bell, like the church, like. Okay. Okay. I dig that. That's what it sounds like. Are we not alone here? Oh, no, we are. I think your friends are trying to call you back. Am I actually here? What do you think? That's not me being rhetorical. I'm actually curious to know what you think. No, I'm considering I feel both here and not here. You're very sharp, Samira. You're very condescending. I was not being condescending. I was giving you a compliment. I just... You make me fight every step of the way for every tiny crumb of information and then call me sharp. You are sharp. You figured it out. You're both here and not. Well, you should let me go back to them. Have you considered my offer? I'm still considering your offer. Have I won you over even a bit yet? Have I attacked you even once? Have I tried? No. No, you haven't. All right. Well, pleasant dreams then, I suppose. Before I go, though... Ah, never mind. No, 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 tell me. I need to know now. That's not fair. You can't start a sentence like that and then just not say anything. But I can. And then I'm going to try to leave because she said she was going to let me go. Okay. This is going to be an opposed caster check. So either your charisma or your intelligence, whichever one you want to roll, roll a d20, add your casting modifier. It's time for a magic battle! It's a magic battle! Roll the d20 what? And Uh, then add the modifier. And then add the modifier. She didn't roll great, but she has a high modifier, so we'll see. (laughs) That 20? (laughs) That 20. I rolled a nat 20 plus 3, so 23. (laughs) I love this die. (laughs) Zem, you peace out. Deuces. (laughs) You break free and you feel yourself sever the connection. You feel her trying to pull you back. And for the first time against Adria, you win the battle. And you pull yourself away. With no consequence? No consequence. Sure. Zem is looking at you with these glazed over blackened eyes. And you hear come out of her mouth in a voice that sounds almost like Zem and Adria mixed together. You're going to die, and it'll be at my hand. And then all of a sudden, Zem takes a breath, and her eyes go back to her own, but are completely unfocused. She closes her eyes and lays back down as if she were sleeping. Because I'm still Xanaxed. Because she's still Xanaxed and still asleep. (laughs) 
He just looks over at Rafe. Enough? Rafe's looking at you, confused and horrified. What are, what are we supposed to do about that? He kind of like breathes out and then drops the the Shroud of Stars or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Twilight Sanctuary. You would have noticed as well with your detect magic that that aura that was around Zem does dissipate. Come on. He's going to like have Rafe go farther away from Zem. Like we're not going far. It's just like. If she's even kind of lucid, like, I don't want to hear her to hear the conversation. Okay. He looks down at her one more time, and he's like, are you sure it's over? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. He hesitatingly stands up and follows you, but he, like, glances back over a couple times. What? I've had a theory for some time now. And I wasn't really sure about it. I don't think her nightmares are mental. What do you mean? It's 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 like she goes somewhere. Have you ever, like, when you stay awake? Yeah. You're conscious the entire time, right? Yes. I don't sleep. I don't dream. It's exhausting. It is. She leads a similar life. Sam's one of the smartest people I've ever known in my entire life. It's like she's playing with a handicap. Mm. It's like her brain is active while she's asleep. Okay. But I don't understand what that means about her going somewhere. She's still sleeping. She's still there. She was very much there. Yeah, she's still there. At least her body is anyway. Maybe part of her mind. Where would she go? I don't know. I really don't. But you're going to have to ask someone a lot smarter than I am. Someone much smarter than me as well. He glances over at the carriage. It'd be really nice if we could figure out how to fix her. I'm really hoping we get there by tomorrow. Yeah. I don't think I can do this for another day. No. We'll get there tomorrow. Are you okay? No. You know that wasn't her, right? She would never hurt you. I know that wasn't her. We'll figure it out. Kind of like a half smile, and he starts walking towards Samira. He's going to put his thumb on her head. He's going to cast Lesser Restoration and then just kind of leave Rafe to watch her. He's going to go to the cart. Okay. You do so. And for the first time, the horse does not attack him. (laughs) The rest of the night goes off without issue. Zem, you wake up before everybody else because you got a good night's sleep. You slept the whole night. When you wake up, uh, Rafe is next to you. He's sitting up. He's looking at his hands. And he, he looks to be deep in thought about something. But the moment you like glance over at him, he glances over at you. And he's just like, are you okay? 
Yeah. Uh, I, I got a lot of information. I'm starting to form a plan. I need a favor from you. You attacked us. No, I didn't. <laughs> What's the favor, Samira? <laughs> I need information. I need all of the information. About what? What do you know about Lyra? Star in the sky. Mm-hmm. What stories have you heard? What what facts have you heard? What do you know? I mean, I I don't know a ton. This was never never my business. I'm sure we can find you something. I need you. I need you to make it your business. I need to know everything. No little bit of bedtime story is too obscure. I need all of it. Okay. We'll find something. Did Shark go back in long rest or short rest? Long rest. Okay. Rafe stands up and he's about to go over and make some breakfast. Um, and he puts his hand on your shoulders, Zem, and he's like, You did attack us a little bit. I understand it probably wasn't you. But you told Shar you're going to kill him, and I think it upset him a little bit. I would never. That's what I said. He knows I would never. Yeah. Yeah, he does, I think. Zem, you don't have to roll insight to know that Rafe is... He's not really sure that what he just said was entirely true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll talk to him. I'll make breakfast. I'm going to roll portents. Go for it. I fucking love this die. It's a 10 and a 20. It's badass. Them's good portents. So are you going to talk to Char now or would you like to talk to Char later? I mean, is Char awake? He's talking to... um, Headmistress Ristos. uh, Ristos. He's just kind of like... The it's not really talking about glassworks. It's mostly just like kind of seeing like where her mind goes to. Like he'll start stories and like when it goes off into a thing that she seems interested in, he'll kind of like hyper correct into that version of the story. So it's probably it, it is probably the most chaotic bedtime story type that you can hear. But he's just trying to get a gauge of like where she is. Like does she seem better? Does she seem like she's still lost in thought? Is she sad? Her emotions seem fairly stable. She, every once in a while, like, she'll look at you and focus on different parts of the story. And that seems to be the moments where you think, like, you're getting her attention the most. But at one point in time, you're telling a story about working really hard on a piece of glass. And it was for, like, a big order for the council. And it was going to be, like, presented to them and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, you dropped it at the last minute and you didn't have time to fix it. And she actually lets out this, like, high-pitched, like, tinkling laugh. And Zem, that's what you hear as you approach the carriage. Um, I will like pause outside um, 
and just kind of listen to the nonsense for a minute. He's also been like rotating through languages to see if she understands any of the other ones. Something you would notice about that is that her reaction doesn't change based on any of the languages you're speaking to her. And you take that to mean like she probably understands all of them. Hmm. That's interesting. So I'm taking a moment to like lock this core memory in place <laughs> of Shar, who doesn't know, didn't know Ristos at all until this unfortunate um, event being so sweet and gentle um, <laughs> and like the high pitched crazy giggle and whatever. Um, and then I'm just kind of going to duck my head in. Hello. What is hey. happening in here? Oh, just let's go look at Ristos. Story time. Is he making things up again? And I'm going to sit beside her. Pat her hand. She just looks over and smiles at you. She seemed content. She does. She seems very content in this moment. Um, I hear some words were said yesterday. What do you mean? Um, because Shar's Shar's thought went like what he talked to Rafe about, not <laughs> what Zem. He's like, uh, what do you mean? Uh, what, what you talking about? Um, just apparently I talk in my sleep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do have a habit of doing that. You get a very strong sense of relief, which is weird. I, uh, I, f- it was worth the risk. I know it would be. Uh, and everything that I'm doing, the risks that I'm taking, all of it is to prevent exactly what was said. You know I would never. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Although I think you do owe Rafe an apology. He was pretty worried about you last night. Well, you two get your shit together. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll talk to him. I'm going to climb down out of the cart and be like, bunch of fucking babies. (laughs) (laughs) Deflect, deflect. (laughs) Everybody deflect from their feelings. Shara's going to take a ball bearing and cast light on it and give it to Ristos and kind of walk out of the cart. She'll fucking choke on it. (laughs) (laughs) You hand it to her and you see her like rolling it around in her hands and playing with it. And she like rolls it between her fingers, like very dexterously. And she just seems really enamored with it. She doesn't say anything. Just very excited. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say she makes it disappear. And I was like, <laughs> disappear. Fucking cool. <laughs> um, she knows parlor tricks. Listen, here's the thing, right? If Zem had not immediately gone back to sleep last night, Shar would have been pissed and he would have slapped her across the face. So the fact that he's like kind of curtailed that to this morning, that's a huge fucking step for him because he was livid. Not about him. He doesn't care. But the problem is in the back of his mind, he kind of thinks that that's how it's going to end for him. 
But Rafe, you did promise it was going to be okay. And then it fucking wasn't. But it was. It's okay. Everything was okay. And this is why Zem doesn't understand. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I get it. (laughs) That's the thing. However, we've curtailed one of the issues by letting you fall asleep over the rest of the night. So. Zem says her sort of apologies. Not really. Everybody eats breakfast. It's a little... I didn't do anything. Fuck. (laughs) It's a little little quiet, but you set off and you're all kind of excited. The mood immediately improves because you're going to make it to Kai's today and you make excellent time. You don't run into any monsters on the road, no people to slow you down, no Adrias. I'm going to take every chance I can to make Rafe forget he's mad at me. It's not that hard. The moment you start, like, being all cute and stuff, he holds your hand, smiles at you. Everybody's kind of at peace for a little bit. God damn it. Son of a bitch. (laughs) And you start to smell smoke. You are the worst. (laughs) Like chimney smoke. (sighs) I believe it when I see it. Continue your story. (laughs) But, like... It's like more intense than chimney smoke as you get closer. Ah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super twat. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm going to add that one to the repertoire because that's amazing. Who's driving? I kind of imagined that Rafe was and I was out like with him. Okay. But that was where I was at. Yeah. He looks over at you, Zamira, and he's like, do you smell that? I don't want to. No, I don't think you do. And he, like, clicks the reins and the horse speeds up. Horses? Were there two? I don't remember. I thought there some, was just the one. Some number of horses speed up. Also, just, did we cause a forest fire? Is this what this is? This is the, the no. for our actions? Is no. this the, Okay. Because I don't want Smokey the Bear to come out of the fucking middle of nowhere and just slap our, like, shit into the ground. You get to Kai's hut. Or what used to be Kai's hut. And in its place is a lightly smoldering pile of broken timber and bits of stuff. Rafe looks and he says, "Are we all like, are we all in the cart, or are we like standing there looking?" I at mean, it? you pull up. What happens? I'm going to gasp. Shar, Shar, you need to come out here, and then I'm gonna get down and like run to the hut. I mean, yeah, I mean that's. Probably what he's doing, too. There's not much here. Skeletal outline of where the hut was. It was made almost entirely of wood with just like a light stone foundation. So most of the wood from the framing is completely burnt other than a few of the thickest um, support beams. 
I hate that this entire campaign has turned into a, a just a PSA on fucking <laughs> fire safety. I think she was laughing at the support <laughs> beams, but sure. That too. That too. All of it. Um. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> you can see the skeletal remains of some furniture that managed to survive the inferno. Are those are the only skeletons we see since you've thrown that out thrice. Hmm. Skeletons, you say. I would like. I will be looking. So, like, I'm like, if there's any like timbers, burnt debris, whatever, I'm sifting through it. I'm gonna burn to detect magic too. Okay. Just any remnants, just. Sure. There are definitely some magical things here that we will get into. Zem, you roll me an investigation check. Uh, twenty-two. Damn, son. You find two remains, two bodies, two burnt up beyond recognition bodies. Um, humanoid? They are, yes. Um, do they, are there any clothing items left? No, clothing gone. Um, what height do they appear to be? Like, in general terms, like... Yeah. Um, the one is taller, on the taller side, probably over six feet tall. The other is shorter, maybe about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, Can we go all bones here and, like, measure the pelvis? <laughs> <laughs> if you bring Char over and he's decent at medicine, he could try to try to tell you something about that. Nine. Roll a two. The one over six feet tall is probably a man. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Plus four. Thirteen. Okay. The one over six feet tall is definitely a man. <laughs> the other one. Oh, yeah. The one's like five, seven, five, eight. They have narrow shoulders and wider hips. You're thinking this one is probably a woman. How were the skeletons found? Like, how, like, in relation, were they near each other? No, they were not near each other. Did we Pompeii this shit? They were not near each other. Uh, The tall skeleton was over near where Kai had her. So she had her bed, which underneath her bed was the spooky stuff. But there was a cabinet next to her bed as Mm -hmm. well, also full of spooky Mm -hmm. stuff. The the skeleton of the man was near that cabinet. Uh, The other one the other body was like in the middle of the floor just like in the very middle of the hut near where the couch would have been um was there a basement to this place there was not okay um so i'm gonna stop like sifting through that rubble um and I know that you're going to get to Shar and his detect magic but i want to look around outside like is there a cart? Is there like any abandoned looking stuff? Is there anything? Are there any signs of anything outside? Okay. There is no cart outside. There is nothing outside. All the animals that Kai had are gone. S- so, 
it was still sm- okay. So like the scent of smoldering was still there. Was the shit still hot? It wasn't hot. Like there were definitely still some like burning embers there. You're guessing that this fire probably happened maybe a little more than 24 hours prior, and there was just so much wood that it burnt this long. And Zem, roll me a nature check. 17. Okay. You're looking around. You go, there was a second building, not like a like a small shed type thing that Kai had in the back where she kept the stuff that she used for her animals. And you go inside and you open the doors and you're looking around and it looks like some stuff is, is missing from here. Like there, there are places on shelves where it looks like things were recently taken. You can't remember what was there. You, I don't even think you saw what was inside of this building. But you notice something in here. It is a blue flower with a yellow center and it only grows in the southern part of the world here near where salt spire is on that peninsula is it in a globe or is it on its own it is on its own it, it looks like there's like a little um not like a not like a flower pot but like a little glass dish there and it looks like it was quickly grown there blue flower with yellow center mm-hmm. uh would so i know that it's only grown in the southern part but would i know what it's called this is a flower that is called it's like sea tears or tears of the sea something like that you're not really sure um, I'm going to tuck it into my things. Um, uh, I'll go back to the others. I don't think we should linger here too long. Sure. Amongst the wreckage, when you cast detect magic, most of the stuff has been destroyed, but magical stuff is a little more difficult to destroy. So some of the more powerful magic items have survived. One of which is something, it is a circular metallic object about the size of like a small dinner plate. And wrapped around it are different colored pieces of twine and wire and things like that. And there are beads strung. Like a dream catcher? Sort of, yeah. But there's no, there are no, like, feathers or anything like that hanging off of it. Interesting. Is there anything else? Or was that mostly... You find on the male's body a set of bracers that they were wearing that seemed to survive the blaze. Like he had them, like he was cuffed up. Mm-hmm. Like he was wearing them. Mm-hmm. Also, Char, you find in the blaze a loot. Do I recognize it? It's your dad's. He's going to pick it up. 
aside from the normal like scorch marks um is there anything different about it that i could recognize no it's burnt probably warped from the heat probably wouldn't play well it was tucked under the couch and the couch seemed to have sheltered it from the worst of the blaze almost like it was intentional Mm. was there anything else under the couch nope that's it nothing else is giving off like creepy vibes no like not just in here like even outside nope okay um i'm gonna quick cast uh see invisibility just to cover all our bases okay you don't see anything okay what did you find he's just gonna play a little bit try to tune up the loot Yeah, I I think we shouldn't stay. I don't know who that is, but I don't, I don't think it's. Did you find anything? Um, a direction. Okay. And I'll, like, show you the flower. How did this not burn up? It was not in the main house and left as a note for those who know how to look for it. So I guess we're heading home. Guess so. Shit. And that is where we're ending this episode. Holy shit. 52 episodes. One year down. Weirdest shit. So wild. Unbelievable. (sighs) Unbelievable. Hey guys, this is Arthur Polino. First of all, thank you, every single one of you that's listened to our podcast. This is our 52nd episode, our year episode. It's so unreal that we've gotten this far. And I would just like to personally thank each and every one of you for listening in. We're running a giveaway for Zem and Shark keychains from 515 to 519. The winners will be announced on 520 in honor of our yearly anniversary. So go and check that out. You can find our announcement on Twitter. And now, an ad for Stagande Sagas. Ragnarok, the twilight of the gods, has come to pass. The nine realms are reborn, but everything is not as it should be. Beings once worshipped as gods have faded into obscurity, as enigmatic old gods have risen to reclaim realms that were once theirs. Warring Viking clans raid and battle for survival in this dark age. Unspeakable horrors from beyond Yggdrasil stalk and corrupt the Nine Realms. It is the duty of the Skalds to recall the stories of legends and heroes that rise up against such darkness and forge their own sagas. Stigande, Scars of Midgard, is a live actual play tabletop streamed on Twitch Sundays at 1pm CST at twitch.tv slash Sagas. Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick, graphics designer Jen Kearney, and audio engineer Arthur Polino. Persomnia ad Astra, and thank you all for staying tuned. Until next time.